Hello, Mima. Good afternoon, my drama. How are you doing? I'm doing really, really well. I'm I'm like have my pen and paper down for some of these questions today because I feel like I'm going to need the Mima advice for this. Okay, well, you ask the question, you'll get the answer. Otherwise, I have no opinion. But yep, you're out rule. So be prepared. <laughs> I know. I, I feel like sometimes people are not prepared, but it's the advice that they need and it's the question that they ask. So we may well, need to do like a how to to be prepared for Mima advice. Oh, that's a good question. That's a yeah. good question. Because <laughs> you well, have no idea what I'm going to say from time to time. No, I'm, I have no idea what you're going to say from time to time. And sometimes I'm flabbergasted like, oh my gosh, did she just say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do want to know this. So we're going to start with icebreakers first, as always. Okay. And I couldn't possibly guess your answer to this. Um, if you could audition for a talent TV show like American Idol or America's Got Talent or The Voice what song would you sing and why? I have a great answer to that. I don't oh. know that there are words to the song. <laughs> there, was, there, was, there was a movie um, a long time ago called Love Story. Okay, I've not seen it. And it had fabulous music to it. And it's my favorite song and your grandfather's favorite song. And it's our story, and it's our love story, but there are no words to it. Or maybe there are, I don't know, but when we hear that music, that's the music that just brings me to, to tears because I just love the melody. Um, it was a movie with Ally McGraw, and she met a young man, and they fell in love, and he was from a very wealthy family, and they didn't, weren't okay. supposed to get married, but they fell in love, and she had a disease, and she died. Oh, my gosh. I know. And oh, This movie sounds so I sad. Know, I know, but the music was just outstanding, and I loved <laughs> it. So I would put words to that stop song, and I would have to sing that because the other that, like, one, makes my heart happy. I guess um, the most patriotic song would be God Bless America. That's true. And I would love to sing that in front of an audience or an auditorium or a stadium filled with 100,000 cheering people listening to me sing off key because I can't carry a tune. But <laughs> if I could... I would want to belt out that song. I'm here for it, Mima. How about you? Um, if I was singing like a realistic song, I would probably sing Rolling in the Deep by Adele. Um, that's just one of my audition songs that I've done for many years, and I know that I sound good on it. So I would probably sing that. But if it was like a sentimental song, um, I would probably sing Moon River which is from oh, Breakfast yes. at Tiffany's. Yes. And I could never sing it as well as Audrey Hepburn did, um, obviously. But it, it brings my mom and I to tears, and it's a song that will be uh, have a special place in my heart for my whole life. And Audrey was not supposed to sing in the movie, 
And they were going to cut that scene completely. And she fought them and was like, I will not do this role unless you let me sing this song in this role. And they were like, okay. I mean, she's Audrey Hepburn. And so um, even from a young age, that song has just given me full body goosebumps. So I would love to sing that in front of a lot of people, especially my mom. Oh, that would be so cool. Yeah. It would be. (laughs) Okay. Here's my icebreaker. I'm ready. I bought a lottery ticket. Okay. And I won the lottery. What am I going to do with the lottery money? Ooh. What are you going to do or what am I going to do with the money? The question is, what are you going to do? What does anybody do? What do you want to okay. do? What, what would you like to do with the lottery money? Hmm. I think the first thing that I would do is uh, pay off my parents' house and all the student loans that they took out for me and that I took out for myself, kind of just get everyone even, and then buy a house for everybody in like the south of France. I I know that we could all vacation there. That means a lot to like our family, either the south of France or someplace in Italy, because that holds a special place in all of our hearts. And I would just take everyone to the house and travel And then I would pour the rest of the money into my production company and make films uh, for people who don't have a voice to give their story out there and have that be something that I'm able to fund and produce. Uh, So I would probably do that with all of the lottery money. That's awesome. And the chances of that happening are slim to none. So I know. But we try every week. Papa and Jeff try every week. So, so I know we do because Papa and Jeff have this thing going, and they, they I know you can't win unless you try. So, right. if we won the lottery, we would do the same thing: pay off everything for everybody in the family, and then put the rest of the money into a foundation to uh, help those that are that have a story. And we would want to hear the story, know who they are, what they want, and that they are attempting and trying to move forward. And we would play it forward for them to get started, Hmm. to help them move forward. And that's what I would do with that. That's good. I'm glad none of us said, like, buy a motorcycle or something. I feel like that's what my dad would say. He would go buy a motorcycle. <laughs> uh, he's gonna get one one day. I know. Do you want to tell our listeners about this oh, deal you have with Padre? Absolutely. Uh, Jeff was a little boy, and he maybe was five or six. I don't know. He was in love with motorcycles. He thought they were the best. He wanted a motorcycle. Buy me a motorcycle. Buy me a motorcycle. No, there are no salesmen more persuasive than children. So, but he was gonna lose that battle. So finally, one day, I said, Jeff. I will buy you a motorcycle when you turn 65. Yep. And he said, okay, made an about face and walked out of the room. Papa and I looked at each other like, God, that was easy. And I said, but we've never lied to our children. Right. So in our will, he gets a motorcycle when he's 65. Yep. Which means Joseph and I will inherit a motorcycle when we get older. (laughs) Exactly. You're getting a friggin' motorcycle. I know. I don't know what any of us are going to do with it, but it's happening. My suggestion is sell it and get the money. (laughs) I have that in recording, so I will be able to use that to my advantage. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, Mima, we have some pressing questions. Okay, this I'm, episode. Ready. I'm ready. But I want to start with something that's just like happy. And there are two questions that were submitted that kind of go hand in hand. Um, the first one is, what is the simplest joy that you find with a person? The simplest joy? Uh-huh. I, the first thing that comes to mind is just being able to talk easily with someone. Mm. That's a simple joy to me, to be able yeah. to just have a calm, nice, easy conversation where I don't have to think about what I want to say the next. If I have to plan my conversation, I'm uncomfortable. But just mm-hmm. to have a simple, easy chat. Yeah, and to find someone that you don't have to worry about your answers with is so rare. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I like that. Just a simple, easy conversation. Hmm. Well, it kind of goes hand in hand with what's the smallest or simplest thing a partner has unknowingly done for you that has brought you joy. (laughs) I think the best thing that Papa does and did for me for years was... He knew that I had to get up at the crack of dawn to go to work, and um, he was not well, so he would get up at the crack of dawn and put a cup of coffee on the nightstand. Oh. And he did that for years. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my dad brings my mom coffee in bed with the froth milk and everything, like every morning a water and a coffee. And I was like, that's what I want in a partner. Just someone who's that thoughtful first thing in the morning. And I have to tell you something. I don't think Jeff knows that. What Papa. No, I don't think so. No, I don't Mm. think that that little nut fell far from the tree. (laughs) They do very, very similar things for sure. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's so a sweet. very sweet, dear thing. And, and that's on a personal basis. Another part of that would be on a friendship basis. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a thing on my desk uh, right over here. Let me get it. That a friend of mine sent <laughs> me that is perfect. <laughs> okay. It says a good friend knows all your stories and a best friend helped you write them. Oh yeah. So sometimes when a phone the phone rings now, at cell phone primarily, not the house phone, but when the phone rings and it's somebody that I've known for years and years and years and haven't heard from in a long time. And it just takes a moment to connect to know that we've got history together. And we've done yeah. things. And I think that's important. People, acquaintances that I've known for years and years. And you can just talk and always have a good conversation and laugh yeah. and smile. And I love that. Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah, it's really beautiful when you have those friendships where you don't talk for months or even yeah. a year and you just pick up right where you left off. I think those are the most important yeah, why do you go to your 50th high school reunion? <laughs> I can't imagine. I, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Or 55th. <laughs> Meanwhile, or that's crazy. 60th. 
I want to be your date for your 60th. That would be so cool. The 60th will be next year. Oh my gosh. Your 60th high school reunion is next year. Yes. Yeah. If we have it and we might do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you should, or at least do a virtual one. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, but we probably will. Isn't that funny? That's really crazy. That's awesome. It's so it's so hard for people your age, my sweet, to understand 60 years from today. It really is. Yeah. I, I can't even fathom. I didn't. No, your mind does not go past the next week, let alone the next decade or two decades or three decades or four decades. It just doesn't. And and then all of a sudden, it's 50 years later. I can't believe that. Yeah. I know. know. Isn't that crazy? I love it. I love it. Um, Another question that was submitted is... How do you go about unlearning things that you were taught as a child that no longer suit you? I, I don't know how to answer that one. <laughs> I honestly don't know how to answer that one. I, that, that I was taught as a child that no longer suit me. Yeah. So I guess things in society has changed or you've made other opinions on the world, I'm guessing. And so that that thing that was taught to you no longer suits where you're at in life. You know, I guess I, I'm one of the lucky people and I truly am. I truly, truly am. Um, I was blessed to have the most incredible grandparents on the face of the planet. My mother was loving and wonderful. My father died when I was 11. I never really knew him that well. But the way they taught me and the way they brought me up resonates to my core every day of my life. Uh, I've made mistakes along my life. I've chosen uh, wrong paths, but learned very quickly that I needed to correct that path. So that question for me is, I'm still who I am. I don't believe I have change the value anything that was taught to me and I've changed it today because of today I'm Mm -hmm. just very fortunate now if I could help somebody discuss with them what happened to them and and help them get over that lump to go forward I'd be happy to do that Uh for me personally I've been so very blessed and I know that and I'm grateful and how would you help someone get over that lump then to move past something? It's the best thing I can do is to sit down and help them understand that it's far better to change what ha- the way you are and go to a better path than it is to make excuses for what really happened. It's not an excuse. Just get over it. And just saying that is hard to do. You don't just get over it. It's permeated into your brain. 100%. It's there. But dear God, get over it. Move on. It's not what you are or what the situation is today. Move on. Get it past you. It's much easier to think about what you can do that's better and different than what happened to you yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it, I know it's hard, but 
An excuse is yesterday. Today is a positive, and let's take it forward. And no, yeah. not to do that or put anyone else in that position. So I would want to help somebody to understand that you don't want to be in that position again. So what do you do to change it? It's not an excuse. It's a fact. That's what was. Let's go forward. You're not going to repeat that. You don't want to even think about it. And people, Mm -hmm. you know, we're kind of like elephants. We don't forget some things. They're still in the back of your head. I know they're there. I know they're there. But I've got to move forward. Yeah. And I, I will say that if you are struggling moving forward or you're struggling of letting go with some trauma, be it from your childhood or even trauma from something in your adulthood, it's okay to ask for help. And that's honestly one of the hardest things Yeah, in moving forward. Ask for help. And today people have got to ask for help. They may not even realize that there is something traumatic in their mind. And this past year, a lot of people need help. Yeah. For seclusion, alone, um, anxiety, right. depression. I, depression. These are things. Ask for help. It's there. And it's okay. Yeah. It's all right. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to judge you because we're all human. We've got yeah. to pull out of this. But it, yeah. try not to make excuses. Live with the facts. I like that. Yeah, facts of things. And I will say to listeners who are debating on getting help, debating on going to therapy, worried about the stigma of it. One of my favorite relationships I've ever had in my life was with my therapist. And sometimes having that healthy outlet can lead you to healthier choices in yourself and with the people that you surround yourself by because it takes that unbiased third party to show you healing and if you are on the fence of making that choice i i am here with you i will support you if you have any questions please submit them to Mima and i not even for the podcast but just to support Um, that journey for you. I just, I had to say that because I know that there's a lot of people who worry about what people will think if they go to therapy and I freaking love therapy. Oh my gosh. I look forward to my sessions. (laughs) Just a minute. Who cares what everybody thinks? Are you trying to get everybody to like you? Give me a break because I'm going to ask you a question. Do you like everybody? No. No. So why do you care if everybody likes you? (laughs) Tell them, Meemaw. I've spoken. (laughs) Okay. The next question (laughs) that has been submitted is, was there a career setback that you faced that you later realized was actually an advantage? No question, because we've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get into TV, radio, and film and was not able to do so because um, I was hit on by the uh, executive of the station, and I chose not to jump in the sack with them and to move on. The best thing I've ever done, ever done, because I made the decision to do what was best for me, not for monetary or anybody else. And so I just moved on. You bet. Mm -hmm. 
And that was a huge advantage. And also a story, if you guys haven't heard that story, it's in one of our previous episodes. I believe it's on the second or third episode of What's Your Shtick? I really recommend going to listen to it because even thinking about what you went through, Meemaw, gives me chills, but also gives me motivation as a woman to stand up for what I believe in and know that I'm worth more than that. And I don't have to do that to advance in my career. Exactly. And and so I've got my shtick. I deal with it. I know who I am. I know what I am. And I know what I want. But I'm a happy, uh, I think, adjusted. <laughs> I don't know how well I'm adjusted, but I think I'm adjusted pretty well. Uh, individual. Yeah. And we've all got shtick. We've all got shtick. And that's what makes this little podcast work. And I've stopped calling it, I've stopped calling it pod. It's a podcast. <laughs> yes, Meemaw, I have to yes. tell y'all before yes. we answer the next question. Meemaw would tell all of her friends or like in emails with the family, Grizzny and I's pod. And my mom was like, Do you know that Meemaw's calling your podcast a pod? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if that is gonna catch on. It might catch on, but right now I think it's just a podcast. Okay, it's just me. It's my shtick. Uh, another question still in the same vein about career is how do you know when it's time for you to change your career when you're unhappy every day doing what you're doing you have to wake up and want to go to work and want to participate in the career you've chosen and if you love it and enjoy it you can do it and if you don't then start thinking about something else that's pretty easy okay i mean i know it's scary it is scary it is scary, but if you enjoy what you're doing, it's a pleasure. If yeah. you don't, you know, I got into the insurance business because all of a sudden one day I realized I like to read the small print. How weird is so that? Odd. That is crazy. <laughs> so odd. And the word, the best part, but I understood it. I know. You're good at it. Well, and I even thought about becoming an attorney, but then I thought, no, that's not going to happen. So, um, <laughs> I <laughs> There's too many of those. Okay. Uh, you'd look good in a pencil skirt, though, Mima, arguing with people. I'd watch you. You could be like the next Judge Judy or something, well, a lawyer, I judge. Do, I do have a pencil skirt. Well, I, yeah, we need to rock that in one of our next episodes. Yeah, and hot pants, which you have no <laughs> idea. Which, hot pants. I have no idea. Shorts. Hot pants are short. Oh, short shorts were called hot pants? Oh, absolutely. That was the original short shorts was hot pants. Oh my gosh, I didn't know this. Yeah. Okay. You learn something new every day. Oh yeah. They were called hot pants and they were hot. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well this this person who submitted the question is hot headed, it <laughs> seems. Um they submitted a question that says, I tend to lead with anger when fighting with a loved one. How do I stop doing this because it doesn't help either of us? Get help. Hmm. Just flat get help. Because there's some issues there going on in that individual's mind that are not coordinated to have a a good discussion or a head-on argument and do it verbally correctly. Get help. Yeah. Talk to somebody. Uh, Anger issues are not good. They're not safe. And they will escalate and they get worse. And so the best advice I can give that individual is to please immediately call someone, get help. Okay. Just get help. I can't answer that question because some some things not clicking and I'm not here 
to answer that because I have no, I, I, I won't deal with that. Okay. I, well, I don't hopefully know. this helps them, push, yeah. pushes them in the right direction. Yeah, just pick up the phone, get help, talk to somebody that can help you that understands what those issues are. Okay. Now, now ASAP. Right now. Right Stop now. listening to the podcast. Go, no, call. No, no, finish the podcast. After <laughs> <laughs> this episode, call. <laughs> okay, our final question for this episode is, and I'm, this is the one, this is the question that when I read it, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that someone asked this. I want a pen and paper to write down the answer to this. If you could give a piece of advice to your younger self, what would it be? Oh, I'm going to have to think about that one to my younger self. What would it be? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Get my master's degree. <laughs> Get a doctorate degree and have a title behind my name that gives me the authority in written language to be able to speak my words and have them listened to. Hmm. I think I would have furthered my education and that's interesting. gotten a master's or a doctor degree and been known as Dr. Mima. I'll start calling you Dr. Mima if you want. I think that having a title because you earned it mm-hmm. is important. Not that it would go to my head, but when when someone has a title, you automatically mentally, I think, go to a different level of respect for them. I agree. Mm-hmm. I know that because I've wanted to be a good person, have done the right thing, I do have a great deal of respect because my words are, are factual. I don't hurt anyone. I try to be a good person. I have that respect. But having a title to your name may have pushed me a little further. So I might have furthered my education. Wow. I didn't expect that as your advice. I like that, though. I mean, everyone I know right now is graduating with their master's and it kind of is giving me ideas for sure. Yeah. You've got plenty. Yeah. Well, you can go get your master's right now, Mima. I'll enroll you. I could if I wanted to. If I wanted to. (laughs) There you go. Emphasis on if I wanted to. If I wanted to. (laughs) Ta-da. Ta-da. I've spoken. Yes. Well, do you have any daily advice? Any Um, free advice for us? um, Take it easy. Okay. Don't overdo accomplish what you can Mm -hmm. because you've always got tomorrow and you can take care of it then. I'm going to record that and set that as my alarm so that I can hear it every day because I feel like I need to listen to that often. (laughs) I love you. And this is such a fun shtick to do because everybody's got shtick and you know, I love it. I really do. It brings me a lot of joy. I look forward. Every time I read questions that are submitted, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to hear what Mima has to say. (laughs) 
and also, if you are listening or you're just joining us and this is the first episode or maybe a first few episodes that you're listening to, you can find us on Instagram at shtickpod. And we want your questions. Mima, obviously, as you can hear from today's episode, is amazing at giving advice and is hilarious and wants to hear what your shtick is and help in any way that she can. So any questions about life, career, relationship, what's your favorite color, like anything you want to know about Mima, please submit. Um, I love getting all these questions and also learning more about my Mima every week. It brings me a lot of joy. So I'm proud of you. Thank you for having me on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love you, Mima.